2: Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson
0: himself. Pete, how are you doing? What's going on? Hello Christopher, um, I am, as you can see on your screen, a little bit topsy-turvy today. We've been having so many technical issues, we never have technical issues anymore. This is like almost like retro, this feels like 2020, <laughs> this feels like 2019 Chris. <laughs>
2: Despite, yeah, it's crazy really to think that we're 8,000 miles away or something ridiculous <laughs> And uh, we, we we talk every Tuesday yeah. about life yeah. But there was a time in the early years, 2018, 2020, where every episode there was like a technical issue mm-hmm. And it was an absolute nightmare doing this Yeah, uh, We've ironed them out, but now today Pete's camera was upside down, my microphone wouldn't work yeah. Everything went wrong it's been much easier if we just do this in the same room but we can't we can't do that we
0: can't that would be too easy there'd be no challenge the government would not allow it to be quite frank so how have you been uh, Chris I've uh, I've just come back from uh, Malaga a weekend in Malaga uh, got got on the flight Ooh. at Southend Airport I'm basically five minutes away from an airport Chris and so the flights are just constantly going over my head constantly making noise and I thought you know what if I've got to sit through that every day if I've got to watch when I do my uh, podcast recording and my voiceover recordings, I think I should take advantage of the fact that I'm right next to the flight plan of Southend Airport and actually get on a flight and go to Malaga. So that's where I've been, Chris. And I've read uh, almost a whole book about the Yakuza. So I'm all up on... Ricky Dozan, the wrestler, and the Yakuza. What was the book about the Yakuza? Yeah, it's just all about how they got started and stuff and how crap it was for everyone in the post-war period and how uh, these kind of um, Koreans who pretended they weren't Korean uh, managed to kind of, like, uh, Mm. start criminal enterprises and how that sort of morphed into uh, the the kind of Yakuza that didn't chisel off their fingers in the 1980s because it affected their golf swing. These kind of, like, nouveau riche kind of... uh, Wall Street kind of Yakuza characters. It was a lovely little touch that they didn't use to chisel off their fingers to say sorry, uh, simply because it would affect their golf swing, which is very important to them, apparently. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pragmatic yeah. Yakuza,
0: that's exactly
2: what I want to yeah. hear. Although we, we heard last week that the Yakuza are dying mm. out and a, a faction in Osaka are disappearing. But is that what inspired you to go all the way back to the genesis of the accusation?
0: Yeah, I miss those guys. It was just very interesting to sort of hear about how um, we are, how they sort of like managed to um, pay money back to uh, the, the CIA uh, Etc. Um, through a, a, alleged kind of links to uh, professional gambling, uh, casinos uh, by just going into a casino and losing all of their money, that money was somehow kind of funneled back all nice and clean uh, back to the Americans who were obviously paying uh, huh. for, for 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 basically um, yeah, political uh, influence I, 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 in Japan and stuff. And so it's very it's the, it's the idea of like wa is it wa where it's like face it's all about um, you've got to keep face uh, and and, and you, but everyone's. Mm-hmm kind of keeping face but also doing so many dodgy deals uh, in the background it's really it was a really fascinating book so uh, I, I heartily recommend whatever the fuck book it was that I can't remember right now <laughs> uh, you've got to tell us the name I'll of the find book find out damn the name of can't. the bloody book don't you worry about that I just need to go into my Amazon account for crying out loud <laughs> can't talk about your CIA
2: money laundering yakis that don't chop their fingers off mm. and then not give us the title of the I book know, I know I sounds pretty cool though yeah, it does sound pretty really interesting good. I must admit yeah. I, I've never heard of that method Of money laundering Losing your money <laughs> At a casino I think everyone Would be rather good at that Yeah I, uh, I've had a busy week I'm uh, currently Training to Cycle For this This big old cycle With Connor Alright Across Hokkaido Kicking off on Sunday I think seven days mm. I've been so busy Like editing journey across Japan that i've forgotten that I'm about to do a seven hundred kilometer cycle <laughs> and then today somebody like sent me a video on Twitter of uh, a bear just like smashing up someone's car mm. in the street in Hokkaido <laughs> and it sort of made me a kind of worry a little bit so I've just bought for the first time some bear spray now bear spray you can't like put it you can't take it on the plane we've got to fly to Hokkaido so we've had to like ship it to the hotel this this mountain of bear spray but it's really powerful I've been watching videos people using it I've always thought do you want to confront a bear with, like, some links to you <laughs> Do you, Do you really want us to canister some spray? But it's really powerful stuff. It's basically pepper spray, and uh, I've, I've seen videos of humans using it on other humans, so it looks pretty dangerous, this stuff. If you could take out a bear, yeah, it could probably take out a human as well. Um, so if Connor gets in my way
0: <laughs> or pisses me <laughs> off, it'll be game over for Connor's face. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, it, it looks like your, your commoner garden uh, bear spray. But there, there was a video, um, I think you posted on Twitter, possibly, uh, of the bears just kind of, like, going, up the cars and sort of knocking on the window and yeah, that was it. Stuff. It's uh, it's great stuff. Great stuff. Great but stuff.
2: Not if it, the the bears trying to get me on my no, bicycle. No, so I went off the comfort of a car to, to save me. <laughs> but I got my bike today actually and um, had a, a cheeky little cycle. I've been down the gym the other like most nights, kind of cycling there. Right. Okay. Um, but I finally got the bike and it's it is insane. Like on the original journey across Japan, I don't know if you remember, but the bike was made of like steel and lead, hmm. and it was just like oh, the heaviest <laughs> crappiest bike in the world. Ryota had told me to buy it. His advice. I don't know why I listened to him. He'd never cycled before. <laughs> I think he, basically, before Jenny crossed Japan, I was like, oh, I need to get a bike, Ryota. And he's like, oh, my friend owns a bike shop. And I thought, oh, it's great. Yeah. Ryota's friend will yeah, get a little sell discount me the best yeah. road bike. Well, I, yeah, I thought, oh, yeah, I'll get a discount bike yeah what what quickly became clear was Ryotaro's friend wasn't really Ryotaro's friend he's a man he'd met once like 400 years ago right and this guy just wanted to get rid of his shit his bike really this this mountain bike wasn't even designed for roads and uh, he was like yeah buy this and I was like oh I don't know if I should Get this bike, and Riata was like, but it's at a discount." So I bought the bike. <laughs> it was crap. It was really, really damn heavy. <laughs> it was like they're so damn heavy, and I, I it broke after like two weeks of cycling. Uh, and I nearly beat Riotto to death with the, the the flailing remnants of that bike. Right. But uh, the one that I got this week is. A road bike, believe it or not, a good bike, and it's like made of carbon fiber yeah. and unobtanium, and it's it is like really creepy. You pick it up, and it is a light as a feather. I've never held an object so large that, <laughs> that felt so light. Right? Okay. Don't say anything. <laughs> wrong.
0: Oh no! Fuck off. <laughs> but like no. Right. Okay. Fuck off. Good. <laughs> Just good stuff.
2: Don't ruin my moment. Okay. But it's amazing. Carbon fiber bicycle. Go and buy one. And thank you later. So it's incredible. Is, well, I, I'm looking forward to. Is it like
0: out. a road bike, oh. as in like it's got a very thin, like racing wheel sort of thing? So like if you go over mm. an upturned uh, plug, um, you're in all kinds of trouble. So it's kind of like a it's kind of like a proper like <laughs> racing bike. Uh, so you really lean over the lo- lean over the front um, uh, the front yeah. handlebars and stuff. Right? Okay, I see.
2: It is right, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a little bit... I mean, I've never really cycled one of these road bikes before. And you, you lean over the front, it's a lot of stress on your arm. Mm. and But it, it's insane. Like, getting on it, I was, like, gliding along. It was really quite gliding impressive. you know, <laughs> Cycle up a bear's back. So ruthlessly efficient. But, uh, yeah, but I'm not sure my legs are up for, up for this. So I've still got about four or five days to get some final training in. I did do um, about 45 kilometres last night. I was cycling until two a.m. in the morning. Oh my goodness! And I, I bashed out forty-five kilometers. I felt pretty cool. Mm. Then I couldn't stand up the next morning. Yeah. How much, so how much? But, uh, yeah. So how
0: much sort of like um, cycling have you done? Like, are you, is your is your kind of like uh, legs just absolutely honking this morning? If you're just doing um, cycling every night, I, I find anything like that, um, the cross trainer, the bicycles mm. and stuff. The next day, you, 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 it takes a very, very long time to get back into it that evening.
2: My legs have actually been alright this morning I woke up They they hit sore a little bit for sure yeah. But actually surprisingly alright After you've done a few days Your legs sort of warm up to it They get used to it The hardest thing in the, in the gym Cycling has mm. been just wearing a face mask Because it just feels unnatural oh, to work
0: out really hard God, With something over do, your oh face
2: I'm, Suffocating If you're
0: absolutely just hooping Like really really panic sort of breathing You are surely seeing off any kind of uh, barrier that uh, that that you could possibly put across your face. That's crazy talk. Come <laughs> on, it's crazy talk. It's good. It's yeah. It's it sucks. So that's good training. If you can
2: cycle forty five kilometers with something over your face, making you like <laughs> making you not able to breathe, yeah. then uh, I think without a mask, <laughs> it's certainly yeah. Uh, Certainly well, I guess it's a little bit we'll like we'll the um, some
0: some uh gyms. They have these little rooms where they have three or four different little machines, but they um, they have like a. Um they have like uh, reduced oxygen. I think I think it's reduced oxygen, or maybe an in, increased oh oxygen. Yeah, I think it's reduced oxygen to to simulate kind of doing uh, running around at uh, a height, so to speak. So Are you, you sure you're not getting this confused with Guantanamo Bay? It just makes your it just workout a bit more efficient if you're going to be uh, yeah if, you, if you're doing that. So uh, yeah, it could, could be something. It could be something a little bit like that, I suppose. If you if you can't breathe properly. <laughs> <laughs> I like to put myself through hell. Yeah. So
2: when it comes to the when it comes to crunch time, when the cycle gets underway I'll be I'll be ahead of the curve. Yeah. I'll know how to cycle while simultaneously suffocating myself in yeah. the gym. Yeah. But uh yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm so busy though, editing and and everything else and the idea of cycling whilst it's scary given the distances we're gonna be doing, mm. like on some days over a hundred kilometers a day just it's I'm really looking forward to just getting on the road getting outside Mm. and just having some fun and hopefully not encountering any bears (laughs) although it will be streamed live on Connor's twitch right okay Uh, it might be in a YouTube video so you know Roll with the punches Roll with the bears Roll with the bears <laughs> we got a story this week From Sophie though Bears aside mm. he says Hello cheesy crisps And pepperoni Pete no. My partner and I Travelled all around Japan In 2018 And one of our stops Was in the snowy village Of Yudanaka Oh I love Yudanaka That's where It's the village It's the onsen Near the monkeys ah, And it's actually got Some really beautiful Yorkans mm. I went there with Connor And uh, This year, actually. Um, We booked a New York arm which boasted both traditional and private onsens, as both of us had never experienced one before, and we could also share one together. We decided to reserve a private onsen for our first evening. Fast forward to then, we are guided to a set of stairs which lead to the roof by a nice old Japanese lady. She did not speak a single word of English apart from the words, slippy, slippy. Mm. <laughs> How is that the one phrase she knew? Yeah. Uh, accompanied by shuffly hand signals, which used to warn us. <laughs> Multiple times of the icy conditions around the outdoor onsen. After guiding us upstairs around the onsen and where to put our yukata like jackets, uh, she then bid us adieu uh, while warning us against the slippy, slippy floor. <laughs> but then, suddenly, the little old lady. Didn't heed her own warning. She sl- she slipped and tumbled down the stairs. Oh, no. We carefully rushed over to check on her, peering down the stairs, but thankfully she was fine. She shuffled away. After a chuckle, my partner and I slid over to the massive bowl and got in. You would have thought that this experience would be blissful, A romantic dip in fresh hot water underneath the stars with a view of the Japanese village and mountains, snow softly falling all around. However, the water was so damn hot we started to see lights and my nail polish began to flake off. We managed to stick it out for 30 minutes before we realised there was a pronounced line beginning to form uh, where we were being boiled alive and we got out. My partner decided to make the holiday by popping the question in our hotel room, Mm. of that very inn. And, of course, I said yes. Slippy, slippy. Thank you, guys, for your hard work. Keep up the good work on the podcast. All the best, Sophie. (laughs) Very good, Sophie. Congratulations on on your
0: marriage to your uh,
2: slippy partner.
0: (laughs) If you are going to be with someone, you've got to make sure that they're not too slippy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the best advice we've had on the podcast in four exactly. years. Um, exactly. But now,
2: Yudanaka, really good onsen resort. I don't know how, I don't know why, but all of the places I've stayed in Yudanaka, they've always like been at the top, like the the best places I've ever stayed. We we stayed there on um, Journey Across Japan 2 mm. on like the first night after we'd bumbled around a love <laughs> hotel, or a abandoned love hotel. And really weirdly, like Joey and I were one, in one room, mm. Ian and... Um, tokyo lens our cameraman at the time yeah. was in another room and natsuki was in a third room and like a, a few minutes before we went to bed we heard a massive like bang that sounded like half the roof had collapsed right and everyone heard it but nobody knows what it was Well, nobody knew we, we couldn't work it out the next day it's we didn't be they. A what the monkey. was that it's gotta be a monkey surely it was a, it was all the monkeys It was so <laughs> fucking loud I, th- I honestly thought like someone had fallen through the floor But nobody knew what it was, and it's forever remained a mystery. Maybe it was someone falling. Maybe it was someone slipping down the stairs. Slippy, slippy. Maybe it was Sophie. (laughs) Sophie watching the the woman fall down the stairs. (laughs)
0: Anyway, what we got, though? Pete, news of the week. Hit us with the news. What's going down in Japan this week? Oh, you'll not believe this, Chris. A a new story after my own heart, Uh, my own uh, (laughs) covered-in-Grease heart. Uh, Basically, (laughs) the Japanese government are a little bit worried that young adults aren't drinking enough alcohol alcohol the national tax agency oh, is not making enough scratch off that their beer alcohol sake uh high and all that business according to an independent study roughly half of young adults in japan do not even have a daily drinking habit which if you've ever been in japan uh that will alarm you because everyone seems to booze <laughs> oh my god this yeah. is so
2: desperate mm. this is so desperate like i i did see this news story, and it, it kind of triggered me, right? Mm. It's just like, how should we boost the economy? Let's take advantage of the weak yen and let in the tourists no. to spend billions of no. dollars. Let's get pissed. No, let's not do that. Let's just get drunk. <laughs> let's, let's encourage young people it's- to become alcoholics. <laughs> this is just so, like, short-sighted and ridiculous. You know? I, I'm all for saving an industry, mm. but I don't know if this is one I could get behind. I don't know how I feel about this.
0: Yeah, I think... Mainly disappointment. I'd like to thank, uh, roughly... 35 million uh, People who sent me This uh, new story It's uh It's good stuff It really is good stuff <laughs> Like if, if they
2: really want this to work Why not just Uh Have tourists come Mm -hmm. and also give them, like, coupons. So, Strong Zero coupons.
0: (laughs) Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you land at
2: Narita Airport, you get, like, a book of coupons to try all the sake in Japan. Mm. From Strong Zero to, like, Amazake to Nigori Zake. Try it all. A little coupon booklet, right? You come in and then you, you get to spend some money and try all the drinks and... Nobody gets to become an alcoholic because it's part of the fun. It's part of the adventure of travelling.
0: <laughs> well, but no. Well, how about? Well, how about kind of in the same way that the only way you can get into uh, into Japan at the moment is by being a part of that weird little those weird little bus tours and stuff. Where yeah, you've yeah. always got to have somebody in front, of like walking around with you and, and showing you the sights and stuff. Otherwise, you can't get in. Uh, is there an argument to say you could just have somebody walking around with you, just telling you to? maintain a level of inebriation. <laughs> <laughs> a drunk, a drunk guy yeah. or something
2: like that. Yeah, something like A that. drunk, a drunk enforcer. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what, a drunkard enforcer, I like yeah, that. Yeah, I like it that. Work. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, man, it's, it's all a bit ridiculous. Yeah. I, 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 they didn't really say why younger people are not drinking as much. Mm. The article didn't
0: allude to that, mm. did it? Pro- I mean, they're probably just, they're probably just kind of like, uh, they're not in the <laughs> maybe they're kind of like pulled back on their working hours a little bit and they're not kind of going you know doing Mm. their nine o'clock in the morning ten o'clock in the morning to you know eight o'clock nine o'clock at night and then just doing it Monday to Friday going which if you're doing that every day maybe booze is the solution you know maybe it is kind of like good to sort of (laughs) be drinking all the time but if you've got a bit of time at home you're like I don't want to get I don't I want to spend more time at home with my family not getting pissed with my with my with my friends at work it's by colleagues it's not right
2: <laughs> thing is as I've gotten older I I really don't enjoy
0: drinking mm. that
2: much anymore mm. I don't I you know it's fun doing it on the day on the evening having a drink and I, I love when I was back in the UK sitting in the pub garden having a few ciders or mm. even a bottle of wine with some friends it's, it's good fun can't be beat yeah. but just a fucking hangover <laughs> the next day having to write someone as busy as I am doing all this stupid stuff like I can't afford to have a hangover I can't like find the time to just write off a day and I I do have to write off the day if I have a hangover like my I wake up I feel kind of like the muscles ache My brain's not working Really like bad brain fog mm. You know Some people can do really well On a hangover I'm not one of those people No I've never I, been, I just I've, hate I've, having a write-off the I've never
0: day. been the sort of person To be able to just Not be Not have to write off all day I'm exactly the same And and also if you're ever Kind of like thinking Oh well I'm trying to eat healthy You know Having me little bags of carrots mm. Etc As soon as you've had a drink The next day You're just like I just need <laughs> I just need stodge I need pasta I need all kinds of stuff So it's it's, it's, it's not great It's not great
2: the cats go out the window very exactly. quickly. Yeah, with the Pete Dawson alcohol <laughs> to be collected bar. by rabbits but, outside. <laughs> but I don't. I I can't say this is going to work. Mm. Did they say what they're going to do? to rectify this oh no I mean I mean, they they're, gonna- they're,
0: they're, they're opening up basically NTA the uh, National um, Tax Agency they are basically uh, opening up uh, marketing su- basically asking the public to come up with suggestions for marketing uh, marketing campaigns effectively um, and I think it's uh, th- what's the thing it's called I think it's called the Sake Viva contest until the 9th of september anyone between the ages of uh, 20 and 39 can participate uh, coming up with new sales strategies that would appeal to young adults uh, they're expecting an emphasis on, uh, an emphasis on home drinking and utilizing the metaverse for sales among the ideas <laughs> oh, God. The, as, 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 Nobody's thrashing the metaverse. around Nobody knows what the metaverse absolutely is. just thrashing around in their own filth aren't they I haven't got a bloody clue. I think <laughs>
2: the best way to go for it is, you know how like every prefecture in Japan has its own like famous food. Yeah. If you could have like a, a famous cocktail, then that mm. would be kind of like or like a famous drink or cocktail for each prefecture. Yes. Maybe that would work. Mm. You know, for example, in Sendai, we do have a drink, a local drink called Reggae Punch. Reggae Punch. I can't for the life of me work too out what the hell's to be honest, in it. Man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> it's not even that good. Um, and it, I don't know much about it but there's a local drink if you're ever in Sendai guys try Reggae Punch you can <laughs> share in my disappointment for the drink when you do but uh, I did have some really I, I did have a really cool drink in Morioka mm. like last year it was like a, some sake with kalpis.
0: you know like the, nice, the yeah, cloudy yeah. that's a great um, kind of little addition to, uh, to to a drink I think Calpis I've had a few different kind of like uh, uh, alcoholic drinks where they mixed it with Calpis it's, it's just so mm. refreshing it's refreshing it's sweet it's mm. got that
2: kind of cloudy silky taste in your mouth mm. I don't know how to describe it but I don't know it, work, it really works it's a bit like drinking nigori sake mm. the cloudy sake but uh, yeah Calpis sake cocktail that's the one to go for, but uh, we'll see what happens with this, but for the most part, I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> I think there's better ways uh. to uh, stimulate the economy. Um, Japan loves to sell alcohol and cigarettes, yeah, and, but then it also damages the health like the health market and like the health sector, health sector spending. But anyway, there you go. We'll be back in just a moment, guys. With the fax machine, your comments, stories and questions.
1: luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stresses. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realize that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up they can start to affect us negatively which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inattention so you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it.
2: Now we're back with the fax machine. what do we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Donald We've
0: got a message from Alex from your castle. Uh, hello Chris and Pete. A few times now Chris has mentioned editing until four and then 8 a.m. to get his YouTube work done. Chris is uh, Chris, do you think the, the Japanese working late uh, culture has rubbed up uh, rubbed off on you uh, that you now wear it as a badge of honor over efficiency <laughs> Take care of yourself Chris. Can you not hire an uh, editor or just you know just do a more of a shit job? Alex, making some very good points there, I think it's fair to say. Don't be so good at your job. Don't be so mean to your hair. Get hot. Well, I do have an editor, and he's great. But, like, I I decided to take
2: on Journey Across Japan myself because... It's such a massive project. Like one of the days has nine hours of footage, and I remember everything about it. So I thought it would save time, but then I'm just an idiot, and (laughs) I I basically got to decide tonight. It's eight pm at the time of filming. Mm. I've got to make the executive decision if I'm going to stay up till probably five am and finish the video, or work until one, sleep, and try and get it up tomorrow. It's, it's annoying it's you know and I really you know I felt like crap last week staying up till eight nine o'clock mm. in the morning I think a new record for me but then the videos I was really happy with the video mm. like it's a really good video the first episode journey across Japan yeah. and it, you kind of forget about the whole I felt like dying until 9am thing all that remains is the, a decent video watched by a million people, and that's the thing <laughs> with it all, right? You you remember the good shit, yeah. and uh, the bad stuff falls away. It won't ever change. It's nothing to do with Japan. It won't ever change. It's it, won't do ever change. <laughs> it won't. And, I, and, you know, if you ask most editors, they'll tell you the same thing. Like, you, you just focus a lot more at night, there's less distractions Mm. and you just get focused in like a laser on it. So Do you
0: not think like you just get get incredibly excited I do have a similar sort of vibe whenever I've done anything video wise, more than audio to be quite frank, but video I've always kind of there's always a bit of an excitement sort of go, I've done all that work, I want people to see it right now, I don't want to wait, I don't want to wait I don't want to wait, I feel like that now mm. I feel like that
2: now, but I just yeah. don't know if I'm going to be able to finish this so I've gotta fucking edit Dr jelly yeah, <laughs> finish editing that nightmare and it's it, for me it's quality over everything mm. you know i I just it needs to be perfect and mm. i every shot has to be exactly the way I want it, and the music's got to be the set the way I want it and the sound design and all that stuff yeah, and that is the bit that takes the time and effort right, okay but yeah it's a I don't know. I'm an idiot. <laughs> but if you look at the video, uh, the quality is de- generally pretty decent, I think, and I'm really happy. Yeah. And also, it didn't help last time, fucking Gold by Spandau Ballet, as I said, got copyright strike. And I've got Two Tribes by Frankie Goes to Hollywood in this one, right. so let's relive the magic of copyright <laughs> infringement. But I did pay for the license. Yeah. So I did pay for it, so it should be all right. should be, be all, all right. right. So, we got one here uh, from... Er. <laughs> we got one here from uh, Peter from Bulgaria. Ooh. He says, hello, affable birthday boy, Chris. That's oh, my boy. birthday, is yeah. it? And Cheeky Pete, I'm leaving for a year-long exchange programme to Japan next month. And you mentioned that pupils tend to be quite introverted with foreigners. Um, so is it the case with university students and do you have any recommended ways to approach them? I hmm. don't know what the question is. What's the question, Pete? Uh
0: The question is... People seem to be quite introverted with foreigners. Do you think that... Uh, ah. Yeah, so, so the, the, um, uh, Peter uh, is going to go to uh, university. And he wants to know whether fr- the university students are friendly. I think they're pretty friendly, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I've,
2: I've heard. It's the word on the street. The word. They're pretty friendly. But like all Japanese people are introverted. <laughs> Unless you're going to Osaka... Or Corvair Or something Then people are going to be A bit more wacky And silly there Odds are you're in Tokyo though And uh, yeah You're going to have to Make a bit more effort Mm. But yeah From what I've seen Everyone looks friendly there yeah, I think it will be fine. I think you'll have an amazing time. Well done. Good luck. Best of luck to you, Peter. Uh, one here from Tirza, who says, hello, Chris, or handsome Chris, rather. I'm not so handsome today after my <laughs> two-hour cycle last night. I feel rough as hell. And sexy Pete, my name is Tirza. I'm a basic office worker from Jakarta, the city of horrible, horrible traffic jams. So I've heard that since the public transportation in Tokyo is so good and reliable... Since Tokyo is also a densely populated city, are there any traffic jams in Tokyo? Is car ownership considered a necessity or more of a luxury? Cheers, guys. I'm currently stuck in traffic. <laughs> Bye for now. Um, um, yeah, to- Tokyo does have traffic jams. It mm. does. It's not like the level of... it, Like, uh, you know, Indonesia, Jakarta, China, wherever. Like, mm. it, you know... By the standards of most Asian cities, I think Tokyo is pretty good for traffic jams, but they do exist. Yeah. Um, like in Japan, car ownership is pretty low. I think I read it was something like 69%. Okay. <laughs> um, or maybe a little bit higher than that. But whereas in America, it was like 90%. Um, just because public transport is so good. And in Tokyo, if I were to live there, I don't think I would get a car. I don't know if I would do it. Hmm. don't think I could do it. Right. Driving in Tokyo
0: is not fun. No. It really is. No. So, yeah. I've um, I've remembered the uh, book, Chris. That I uh, that, that hey. I mentioned on. and by remembered nice I narrative mean, art I went the podcast on. episode. <laughs> but they were all waiting for it. Uh, it's Robert Whiting, uh, who you're probably familiar with, who's written a few books about uh, Japan, Tokyo Underworld, The Fast Times and Hard Life of an American Gangster in Japan. Fascinating stuff. I didn't know half the stuff that he yeah. speaks about about um, Ricky Dozan, uh, the idea of face, the, the the war culture, and how everyone gets away with doing whatever the fuck they want as long as they pretend <laughs> that they everything's above board. They're sort of talking about how. Um, a lot of baseball stars uh, who were joining Japanese uh, baseball teams uh, in the mid mid to late century, they they basically would join for uh, and they would announce that their minimum um, salary was like really really low because they wanted to help the team and it was all about honor and glory. Uh, when in reality they were being paid mm. these massive bonuses uh, that were very easy to hit, <laughs> uh, but it just it, it helped out their bosses because they could keep the other uh, baseball players' uh, wages down because if your star players only getting a certain amount of money uh, take home. Uh, you could sort of say, well, they're, well, they're only getting that, and they're really, really good. Uh, but it, when in fact they're actually making a fucking boatload on on the on the back. Oh no, so, yeah, it's 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 interesting. and honor, yeah, it? you get that everywhere, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: love that. I love that. I'm doing it for the honour. Yep. And the five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> good lord. Yep. Beautiful stuff. Well, thank you, guys. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week, guys. Do it all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. And we'll see you right back here. Do it all over again on the Abroad Japan
0: Podcast. Bye for now. Ta da!
2: Dun, 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 dun. Uh, I don't know how the song goes. It's time for a
0: new song, isn't it Can do just if you want, mate. Can do if you want.
2: Nah. I've, you know what Apple if we get a new song? Everyone will fucking complain. Everyone will yep, just to start to do with my new logo.
0: <laughs> Broad in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator
1: Network.